0: Welcome back to the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast. I am Nick. And I'm Travis. And this is the podcast that reviews new restaurants in and around St. Louis. Uh, how How are you doing, Travis? Uh,
1: I'm doing well. We are in the midst of the holiday season here. Uh, I have gotten to patronize some of my favorite places recently. Um, so trying to get as much takeout as possible uh, to help people out. Uh, help our restaurants out during this very difficult time. Uh, not the holidays, uh, just uh, with COVID. Holidays are a difficult yeah. time in their own right.
0: <laughs> I I am hoping that you're giving all of your friends and relatives takeout for Christmas, and <laughs> you have all these gross boxes in your living room that are just getting soggier and soggier as we oh,
1: speak. Man, that's a great idea. I should... Uh... I'm I'm going to like visit my parents over the holiday season. I should like take something from St. Louis, take it down to them.
0: You should. Hey, I I wanted to tell you I was talking to my friend Drew today, our previous guest, singular, our one and only guest. Uh and he brought up in the last episode we were talking about sandwiches and how great they are and how weird people who don't like sandwiches are, and he said mm-hmm. he is one of those people. Uh, he doesn't like sandwiches? That's what he said. And then we we talked about it for a little bit, and his argument was that if you're going out to a restaurant, he's not going to order a sandwich because he can make that at home.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I want him to go uh, to Alta Calle and get their torta and yeah. see if he can make that at home because if he can, he should quit his job and open a Start restaurant. A
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, I, I did the same thing. I, I suggested a place that he should go to with, with a sandwich that I really like. And uh, and he was like, nope, I'm not going to do that. That has too many ingredients on it. And so then the more we uh. talked about it – and here's the thing. is I, I kind of understand where he's coming from where, like, I don't usually order a turkey club when I'm out at a restaurant because that has three ingredients and it's just stick this on this on this and – put it on some bread but, and it's done but he argued this sandwich had too many ingredients <laughs> well that's that's the thing is i don't <laughs> think he has a problem with sandwiches i think he has a problem with ordering things that have more than three ingredients and he's just well yeah maker. i'm yeah. i'm not gonna go and
1: order like a plain craft single on you know white bread grilled cheese at a yeah. restaurant but yeah. <laughs> you know i i am one that will happily order a turkey club because i don't want to have to get all the stuff to make a good
0: turkey club at home all of those many ingredients like turkey (laughs) uh club
1: are you are you gonna make are you gonna fry bacon to put on a sandwich i'm not if i'm making a sandwich i'm not looking for a gourmet experience at home
0: yeah that is a good point like just (laughs) making bacon for a single sandwich is excessive and uh (laughs) yeah sometimes i would (laughs) like that i guess uh, hey, today we're talking about a restaurant that Travis picked. Travis, what restaurant did you pick? So I picked
1: a restaurant which is actually a bakery and country store. We are talking about Mauki's in Soulard. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right because I'm going to say it about 30 times on this episode and I'm sticking with that pronunciation.
0: <laughs> that is exactly why I. I queued you up to say it because I wasn't 100% sure myself, but I, I am in agreement. It looks like Malky's. It's M A U K I S, K I apostrophe S.
1: Yeah. So Malky's uh, bakery and country store is actually started as a food stall at Soulard Farmers Market. So uh, Soulard Farmers Market has been in business for a very long time. I'm not sure exactly how long Soulard Farmers Market's been going on. Do you know? I don't. Francie effect No, we're not
0: going to France. Say. Yes. No. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I did look up when Soulard Farmers Market started. Nick, why don't you take a guess? What year do you think Soulard Market started?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember it was 1776. 1776?
1: Yes. Uh, I feel like you cheated because that is like. Very close. It was 1779. It wow. is the <laughs> original
0: St. Louis farmer's market. I, I I did not cheat. I just threw that out there because the, I, I think that's an important year for some reason. I don't remember.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Malky's uh, started as a stand in the Soulard farmer's market and then moved about a block uh, to the south. Uh, to South 8th Street. So it's the former Four Strings space. So they brought a lot of their staples uh, to their new restaurant. Uh, They focus primarily on breakfast right now, um, but they do also have bakery items, and they're starting a little country store. So uh, they are brand new, just opened October 28th. Uh, It's very hard right now, I feel like, to find actual new restaurants because... Nobody wants to open during COVID, which is very understandable. So I was excited to see that Malky's had just gotten their start.
0: Yeah. Do you know what else is interesting about that space?
1: Uh, No, I don't.
0: (laughs) That's where the legendary Twisted Ranch got their start. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I only remember this because I saw that Four Strings was there too. And I remembered in our first episode that we did on Twisted Ranch we talked about that space and four strings was that bar that was golden girls themed, but also oh. bass music themed. And I talked in that episode about how we wanted to review them too. And we didn't. And
1: yeah, we, no, we said we would go to four strings and now we have, it's just not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to review this space because, um, I saw it was brand new, and since I grew up in southeast Missouri and you grew up in the south as well, I thought this chance to try a bakery and country store would be super interesting. That's
0: right, because I grew up with Andy Griffith, and every morning I would... Walk down with my paw to the country <laughs> store. and
1: uh, If your state has South in the name, you grew up in the South. Uh, yeah. That's how
0: it works. <laughs> Even South, South Carolina Dakota, and South yeah. Dakota are both in the South. <laughs> Technically true. <laughs> All right, let's listen to some Yelp reviews.
1: Yelp. Yelp. Yelp.
0: Uh, There are only four Yelp reviews, but all four of them are five stars. So putting that out up front, and we're going to read them to you.
1: Yeah. So uh, Stephen M., uh, and he is from your neighbor to the north, uh, North Carolina, Nick. (laughs) I'm not sure if he's going to like this place since it is a very southern place. Probably not. (laughs) Went to check uh, the new bakery on the corner. They have all kinds of baked goods. Got a cup of coffee and some fresh out-of-the-oven cinnamon rolls. They're definitely made in-house. I can't attest to that, Nick. I have a picture of them making the cinnamon rolls by hand at Malky's Bakery.
0: Oh, I'm glad you told me that, because I was going to call them out. <laughs> I thought I saw them picking them up at the supermarket and just sticking them in the microwave, but
1: phew. Nick and his investigative journalists. <laughs> but Stephen also said lunch was awesome, to say the least. Uh, try the barnyard pulled pork nachos. Now here is an interesting crossroads we've reached about yep. Malkies. There are several places online that rumored that Malkies is breakfast and lunch. When I went, it was only breakfast. Nick, did you have the same experience?
0: Well, they have um their menu says breakfast. They have several different options on their website, but you can go to breakfast and there are six different entrees with classic breakfast meals like bacon, egg, sausage, pancakes, waffles, French toast and steak and eggs and different combinations of those, and then they have another one that just says sandwiches. So the sandwiches are kind of breakfasty, also. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a chicken fried steak with egg sandwich
1: or an egg sandwich with bacon or sausage. I wouldn't call those kind of breakfasty. I'd say they lean pretty heavily on the breakfast.
0: Well, I, d- I don't want to spoil anything, but I might have eaten one of them. After 12 o'clock, noon, (laughs) and I think it was lunch. Nick, just because you sleep till noon doesn't mean you've never had
1: breakfast (laughs) in your life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is a good point. But yeah, they did not have the barnyard pulled pork nachos that were mentioned here uh, at the time. But uh, Brenda C. from here in St. Louis said, another amazing breakfast, and we bought a coconut cream pie for later. Wow. Wow. If you haven't had the chance, try out Malky's. You're missing out.
1: All right. Luke M. from McKinley Heights said, Cool little bakery just opened near the Soulard Market. Amazing cinnamon rolls and bread. But his personal favorite was the Humpty Dumpty breakfast sandwich. He calls it a breakfast sandwich, and so do I. Uh, (laughs) Highly recommend if you're hungry for breakfast.
0: (laughs) All right. Mark S. Also from St. Louis said, after seeing a few reviews and picks, I move this to the top of my brunch list. They don't just do breakfast and lunch, Travis. They also do brunch.
1: <laughs> Once uh, again, just because you eat it after 1030 does not make
0: it brunch. <laughs> the biscuits and gravy I've been dreaming about the last week were perfection the huge biscuit is smothered in sausage gravy the bacon was also super flavorful and the massive waffles were perfectly fluffy with a crispy edge portions are large i believe it's all made from scratch which makes such a difference
1: okay so i i made a mistake i didn't see the pictures of the biscuits and gravy until after i had already eaten malkies they are Gigantic. The biscuits are about like the size of two of your fists and you have very meaty <laughs> hands as it is.
0: I I'm, <laughs> I had a limited uh order myself, but I'm starting to think that everything there is gigantic. But let's figure that out after we talk about our experience there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, yeah, now that we've heard from the random strangers on the internet, let's get to what we thought. So, uh, Nick, tell me about your Malky's experience.
0: Okay, so I had not heard of them when you picked them for the episode, and uh, quickly followed them on Instagram and looked through their feed, and they had a lot of things that looked interesting to me. The first one that jumped out was a uh, bacon egg waffle stick, which looks like a... Waffly corn dog or something um, that has bacon and eggs inside of it. And Angie was like, you just like food that's on a stick, which I don't think I do. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... Hey, guilty as charged. I love food on a stick. <laughs> uh, but then they also had a really nice looking buffalo burger and a couple of other things on there that when I went to their website, they weren't on their regular menu. So they're doing a lot of specials and... I was kind of keeping an eye on the Instagram for when I was going to order to see if they were posting anything and didn't see anything new the day I decided to order. So I called in and another thing that I should talk about, because it's a bakery, I figured we should try the pies and I figured I could get one pie for myself uh, and just try that but that doesn't give a very good selection. And I thought this might be a good time to um, reach out to Travis and the other collaborators we have on this podcast. And so I found out a a pie from each of them and uh, my plan was to call them and make a request to order four pies and then ask them to divvy them up into (laughs) quadrants. And I knew I was kind of asking a lot. And so I called and I told them, you know I'd like to pay extra for it if i and you know travis i've I've made some simple special requests recently. <laughs> make it look pretty for Instagram yes. and, <laughs> and to their credit, they laughed at me and <laughs> and they said, well it's not going to look pretty, uh, but I can do that and I said, thank you and um, and that was that was very generous of them because I ended up showing up early and they hadn't done it yet and i said you know what it's it's okay and the reason i asked is because i it's a a cross town for me and i wanted to just pick them up and drop them off at my friend's houses and didn't want to have to like go back home and do that now i ended up doing that and i'm glad i did because it was a lot more work than i expected and whatever i was (laughs) going to tip them for that wouldn't have been enough and yeah i I appreciated that she uh, that she had enough respect for her own food to warn me against just chopping up these pies and dropping a bunch of mush into little quadrants
1: well speaking of tips a tip for our listener if you're ever going to divide pies up don't use wax paper. Oh, no. Because the wax paper will melt into the pies, and then you are pulling wax paper out of your slices of pie.
0: I, maybe I should have told you, I knew that. (laughs) I just put that in (laughs) to separate them so that you could pull them out easily and heat them up separately. (laughs) Oh, God. The rest of your reviews are going to be like, it was a little too waxy for me.
1: I was just going to say, I'm not going to knock them for having wax paper in the pies because I'm pretty sure that was a Nick main special.
0: All right. Sorry about that. I was trying to do you a favor and separate them. And it's, it wasn't easy. I'll say that again, but
1: well, in addition to the pies, we also got a, uh, loaf of peach cobbler bread, which I was able to split up amongst, uh, myself, Nick and Francie. So, uh, we got to try some of their baked goods in addition to our meals at breakfast.
0: Yeah, I thought that was good, but it tasted a little y to me. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> you, mean, <laughs> you mean I wrapped it in a proper covering and gave it to you and you don't like that?
0: Oh, I wasn't supposed to eat that? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's on me, I guess. All right, yeah. So uh, then I, I did also order a sandwich. You know, I mentioned they had two sandwiches. Um... I decided to go with the Hardy clock sandwich, which is a chicken fried steak with egg, your choice of cheese, uh, and then your choice of bread. And I actually did that because I misread the other sandwich, the Humpty Dumpty, and I thought it was an egg salad sandwich. It's an <laughs> egg sandwich with your choice of meat on it. So that's my fault. But...
1: Now, Nick, I, I have to back up because you glazed over something, and that is all pun intended. That is very important about Malky's sandwiches is you get them on your choice of bread. Now, the bread options they give you are a biscuit, toast, a croissant, or a cinnamon roll.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think I read on Instagram that they'll also put it on a uh, whole cake. You can just <laughs> stick it. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> That's right. And I planned actually to order it with a croissant, but then I got so embarrassed and wrapped up in asking them to divide pies up that I, <laughs> I just forgot to do that. So uh, I ended up getting it uh, with a basic standard, which I believe was with cheddar. And then I know for sure uh, it was on a biscuit. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself getting into the food. What was your ordering experience like? Uh,
1: we got our food to go. We ordered online. Um, if I see a sandwich where the bread choice uh, has the possibility of being a cinnamon roll, I kind of have to do that uh, because I've got to know what that's like. So that was something that really drew me to Malky's. Uh, mm-hmm. We went down and we had ordered our, our food ahead of time. We also ordered uh, pina colada bread. Uh, they're a bakery they're a an active bakery so once they're out of something they're out and that day they didn't have pina colada bread but they did tell us look around the store any of the breads that you see that you like take one of those instead so um they do recommend you call in advance if you want a specific bread or if you want a specific pie Because they can make sure to have that on hand. And when we say advance, not like 15 minutes in advance, like a day in advance. (laughs) Yeah. So they can actually, like, make it. So, um, yeah, it was great. Uh, But once we got inside, there was really no one else there. So we just decided to sit down and eat in the restaurant. Uh, It was a nice little uh, Sunday morning. We went down uh, and had our food right a block away from the Soulard Farmer's Market.
0: Yeah, I should say that I avoided getting breakfast specifically because I was picking it up and driving across town and I didn't want to, you know, eggs don't always keep very well and and I was also planning on driving by Travis's house and Francie's <laughs> and uh, all of our many interns. Uh, <laughs> Francie's going to kill you that you called her an
1: intern for this podcast. <laughs> hey,
0: she's getting college credit, okay? <laughs> she should thank us for not paying her. <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Former college professor Francie Futterman is now getting college credit for being on our silly podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, Francie, but yeah, when I went to pick it up, it does have that country store vibe to it. It's in the city, but you know they have like those little porcelain animals with the lines of meat cuts on them. Uh, they have a Christmas tree. Um, they literally had a TV playing lifetime christmas movies while i was in there <laughs> which was great it was on seinfeld when i was there oh really <laughs> i gotta get there earlier but yeah they have jars of salsa and purses for sale and yeah lots of little things and uh and then like travis said there's just like breads everywhere there's a cooler of pies um they had a peanut butter cup pie that looked really good that i was actually considering picking up a fifth pie. And <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have because I saw that and it looked amazing. Yeah, it did. It looked really good. Uh, somebody ordered it right after me or while I was staring at it drooling and uh, <laughs> I felt better that I didn't have to eat five pies this week. But um, Angie, the owner, was super nice and helpful and um, and did offer to split up the pies for me still while I was there. But, you know, again... <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't make her do that. She saved you from
1: yourself, Nick. Yeah. Did you get pictures of the whole pies before you cut them up?
0: Oh, I forgot.
1: Did you really?
0: No. Yeah, of course I did. Oh, okay.
1: I was like, (laughs) oh, that makes me so sad.
0: Yeah. They're on their Instagram. Check them out. But okay, let's talk about the food. I keep wanting to talk about the food. Let's talk about the food.
1: So, you said you had to get a sandwich because it would travel well. I had to get a sandwich because they have the hearty cluck, which is a chicken fried steak, one of my favorite things in the world, uh, with egg, your choice of cheese, and your choice of bread. I already got into it a little bit, but this is a, I got it on a cinnamon roll with cream cheese icing, and they split the cinnamon roll, griddle it, and then use it for the buns of your sandwich. It. Oh man. Uh, please go to our Instagram. You've got to see a photo of this. It was incredible. Um,
0: yeah. You know, we don't usually like to talk before we record the podcast about what we got, but Travis actually texted me like, "Hey, hey, can I text you a picture of my sandwich?" <laughs> <laughs> It was like he was itching to tell me about.
1: I. It was one of those moments where I. Uh, we got our food in containers because we were originally getting it to go, and as soon as I opened
0: it, Hannah just went, "Wow." I said the same thing. I, I yeah, I got the same thing, but I got it on a biscuit. It was so freaking big, like I had no idea if, and I I literally took a picture with a quarter. Uh, <laughs> because I was taking pictures and I was just like, people aren't going to understand that this is several stories tall. I it, did
1: the same thing. I was like, I have to get something else in this shot for scale <laughs> because we always take pictures of our food to make it look very big and heroic and really delicious. And this it's like, no, th- like I have to no, zoom this, out to get all yeah, of this. In the
0: photo. <laughs> this was a different level. And also, you know, when I was looking at the, the prices of the meals and stuff. I I was like, oh, so it seemed a little, little high. But after getting what I got, it, it's not high. It, they are very. You're saying what you, by the way, is seven ninety nine on the menu.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's idea of a high roller breakfast <laughs> is the seven ninety nine chicken sandwich. No, but I I think
0: some of the like. The pancakes or uh, the French toast or steak and eggs on the breakfast menu were like in the 10 to 12 15 maybe dollar range.
1: Yeah, so things here range from around $8 to around $15 for their
0: big farmer's yeah. breakfast. So trust them when they say big, is what <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, it, it will fill you up and probably give you an extra meal out of it. Okay, so how was it with the cinnamon roll?
1: Well, uh, first I'll, I'll tell you... Uh, That Hannah also got the Frenchie, which is two large slices of French toast made from scratch with seasonal fruit and fresh whipped cream. Plus, you get a choice of bacon or sausage, and she went with the sausage. Um, Okay, back to the sandwich. I, I have been waiting to rave about this sandwich to you for so long. Are you a chicken and waffles fan?
0: Yes, but i I cannot attribute that to my Southern upbringing. I didn't have that until a few years ago. <laughs> so, if you like the idea of chicken and waffles, if you like that sweet,
1: savory combination, this sandwich on a cinnamon roll <laughs> was the most like mind blowing thing that I've had in so long. i I cut into it and ate a piece, and i I, I dropped my silverware. And I looked at Hannah and I said, I have never had anything like that.
0: I want to imagine you didn't even look at Hannah. You just stared up into divinity <laughs> and said, I have never experienced such bliss.
1: It, it's just that the cream cheese icing isn't overly sweet. So it's it's got this nice, like, touch of sweetness. The cinnamon, like, sugar that they griddle, it just brings out the flavor and, like, it, it's just like melt in your mouth. Um, and, and that was all together as a sandwich. Then I got about halfway through and I took it apart because I was like, I want to try the different components. Their country fried steak is one of the best country fried steaks I've ever had. And I really, you couldn't taste it really prominently on the sandwich because the cinnamon roll is front and center on that. But I was really blown away by how made from scratch everything was. They called themselves a bakery and country store and when you call yourself a country store in the middle of St. Louis city, I'm expecting you to be like, yeah, we're doing our best like approximation of like country down home breakfast. But like everything they did was like made from scratch and you could tell it was a real experience.
0: All right, you Mentioned it as a country-fried steak. It's actually a chicken-fried steak, <laughs> and this is something that you sound like you have experience with, either one or both of them. Uh, but I did not actually know what chicken-fried steak meant. I've, it's something that I see on like diner menus and I've always kind of stayed away from. Uh, so I' sure I've had it in my life, but
1: wait, now they also have a country-fried steak.
0: They do, on the steak and eggs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But this sandwich was a chicken fried steak, and I was hoping we could get the queen of facts, Francie, to tell us uh, what's a chicken fried steak, or what's the difference between a country fried steak, or just tell us some facts, Francie. Tell us some country fried facts, Francie. (laughs) (laughs)
2: As the result of an early unfortunate experience with chicken fried steak in my grade school cafeteria, I'm always surprised that it's a dish restaurants offer and people actually want to order. Putting that lamentable memory aside, chicken fried steak is made by coating a cutlet of meat with seasoned flour and pan frying it. The origin of the dish is commonly attributed to the arrival of german and austrian immigrants who came to texas in the 19th century bringing their recipes for Wiener Schnitzel, which means viennese breaded cutlet a town named la mesa on the south plains of texas which weirdly are in the northwest part of the state claims to be the birthplace of chicken fried steak and hosts an annual chicken fried steak festival according to their legend a short order cook known as Jimmy Don Perkins mistakenly created the famed dish on a cold winter day in 1911. He misheard the waitress or misread the order ticket when she gave him an order for chicken and fried steak. Instead, he rolled a piece of steak and flour and milk and fried it as he would a piece of chicken and served it with French fries and cream gravy. The legend seems late, since the recipe for what we now know as chicken fried steak was included in many regional cookbooks by the late 19th century. One last nerdy note, the Oxford English Dictionary says the earliest use of the term chicken fried steak was in a restaurant ad in a June 1914 edition of the Colorado Springs Gazette.
0: Thank you, Francie. We have missed you greatly, and it's good to have you back. To get back to the chicken fried steak from Maoki's, uh which by the way, is named after combining two of the owner's cats and from now on I'm calling it Meowki's. <laughs> it was so freaking good. I, I was very skeptical. I avoided the breakfast stuff. There's only two sandwiches. I misread one of them as being an egg salad. I was like, alright, I'm going to get the other one. Not a fan of this. (laughs) Get it home. First of all, this sandwich is like three square miles. The biscuit was enormous. Like the the eggs had the cheese mixed in with them and chicken fried steak on top of that. And then you put the biscuit on top and it's too much to even pick up. But I went for it. I took a bite and instant top Breakfast sandwiches ever. Like it was (laughs) one of those, but easily the best chicken fried steak I've ever had in my life. I didn't know that could be good. I thought that was something that places did, like, hey, this is a cut of meat that we don't want. Let's fry it and stick it in this thing. (laughs) It was gourmet delicious.
1: So, uh, like I said, I cut into mine with a knife and a fork. And as soon as I started cutting into it, Hannah was like, is that how you're going to eat that? You're not just going to pick it up? And I was like, one, this is the size of my head. Two, it's on a cinnamon roll. <laughs>
0: yeah, It's one of those things that if you pick it up, you might not be able to put it down again. And then you're just yeah. stuck.
1: You're committed. You're holding that sandwich until one of you is gone.
0: <laughs> I did end up setting it down. And like you said, going into it a little bit at a time. and And yeah, the chicken fried steak on its own. Fantastic! Whatever they're seasoning it with, it was just very, very flavorful, rich. And it's not like super heavily breaded or anything. It's not a huge cut of meat, but it's enough that when you're eating the sandwich, it's just like gives you that right amount so good
1: so before we get into the bakery items that we got i do want to tell you just a little bit about hannah's french toast it's called the Frenchie. uh it was made from scratch you could tell that right away it had a uh, cream on it they made their own whipped cream the sausage patty that it came with
0: it was an entire pig. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> no but like that was the first indication uh because it was before i had my sandwich that like we were on to something that was pretty special um the sausage wasn't pre pattied out it's sausage you know like you would make yourself at home like when i say this was homemade like that's the best comparison i can make is like you making it in your own kitchen it was a very large sausage patty you know it it's uh it was about the size of like a a softball it was just well seasoned you could tell it was freshly made it really tasted like it came from a small-town country yeah.
0: diner. Uh I'm guessing, like, the circumference of a softball and not the actual size of it, right?
1: Yeah, it wasn't like a giant meatball on the okay. plate.
0: <laughs> Just making sure. It's, it's hard to tell. I ended up getting, <laughs> uh, you know, I had talked about their specials before while I was in there. I asked "Do they have any specials. They had chicken and dumplings and I think it was a shiitake Christmas soup. Which I didn't get. I just went with the chicken and dumplings. I regret that. That seems like the biggest curveball for a <laughs> like bakery and country store's the Shitai yeah Christmas yeah. Soup. I, I went the, with the safe <laughs> one and I regret it because I bet the soup was great uh, and the, the dumplings were great too. It was um, uh, I think it was five ninety nine. It was giant giant bowl. Very very good. We're gonna be having that for a couple of days, I think. But then yeah. We got a bunch of pies. Let's talk about the pies. Like I said, we each picked a pie. Francie picked the peach. Uh, Hannah picked the lemon meringue. Travis picked the apple crumb. And I picked the cherry crumb.
1: So I got the apple crumb with caramel. That is a a
0: big difference. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> i'll I'll say right now they were all great but i'm interested to hear can you rank them did was there a standout for you uh what did hannah think
1: so i have never had a lemon meringue pie ah. i'm i'm a little embarrassed to admit that it, it's just something that's kind of escaped me my whole life i've never had lemon meringue i don't I, I have to try another lemon meringue pie now because if they're all this good, I'm only going to eat lemon meringue pie from now
0: on. I am totally with you, actually. I, when uh, actually Hannah's first pick was Peach and Francie picked Peach also, so she had a runner up for lemon meringue. Um, and I was like, stupid Hannah, lemon meringue's gross. And it wasn't until later that I realized that I'm pretty sure most of my knowledge of lemon meringue pie is from Waffle House. Uh, so, <laughs> and even that, uh, you know, I, I've I probably haven't had pie at Waffle House in 20 years, and I I still know that the, the chocolate pie that they have there is my preferred one. So whenever before that i probably ordered one or two slices of lemon meringue there when i was in high school
1: you haven't had
0: a lemon meringue pie in
1: 20 years that pie was probably five years old when you had it (laughs) so you're judging lemon meringue pie off one that was made 25 years ago
0: (laughs) yeah but that was the standout for me like i said they were all good but for angie and i i'll just tell you right now rank them in the same order um even though we chose the cherry crumb the lemon meringue was our favorite then the cherry then the apple and then the peach uh nothing against the peach we just don't like peaches (laughs) so
1: a few things about this pie and then i'll tell you my ranking like the the crumb on both the apple and the cherry like it was homemade everything about these was homemade i was blown away i uh kind of pride myself on making apple pie those apples were like hand-cut apples oh, that sure. they put into their pie. Like that – oh, you could tell instantly. Travis. Hannah took one – You should
0: revise your recipe and cut the apples.
1: Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: First roll of apple pies,
1: cut now, the apples. Hannah took one bite of that lemon meringue pie and was like, this made with real lemons. Like she knew immediately. She's like, you can taste it. You can taste the difference in this. So, my ranking and Hannah's were very similar. Uh, We both had lemon meringue, number one. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, Our two and three were flip-flopped. I enjoyed the peach. Uh, She picked the apple crumb. Uh, And then... uh, it, it pains me to say like then like cherry was kind of fourth for both of us because the cherry was really good <laughs> like it was just yeah it was great the other three for both of us were just amazing but that lemon meringue i mean that was the star
0: the weird thing is that if i went back and ordered again i would probably get the cherry crumb again even though the lemon meringue was so good but i think i'm fooling myself into thinking that the cherry has fruit in it and it's healthy or something but like the lemon (laughs) ring was it's so indulgent you know it's it's just like a lemon is a fruit right i yeah but (laughs) i I can't see the pieces of it in it. I, i need to see the pieces to trick myself but it's very uh fluffy and sweet and tart and indulgent and i can eat six seven eight slices of cherry pie in a sitting but if i eat lemon meringue it's only one or two see i
1: just feel like uh our new year's eve plan is getting a lemon meringue pie and two forks and that's what we're yeah. gonna do <laughs> so
0: <laughs> uh, uh what did you think of the uh peach cobbler bread it was very good even though i don't like peaches uh it, it was nice moist I put a little slab of, a tiny little bit of butter on it and heated it up mm-hmm. it was great No, uh, yeah
1: so I like the uh the crust that they had on the top of the bread that was like uh it had that like good like sugar crunch to it um mm-hmm. it wasn't really overindulgent it you know they really made um just a nice slice of like uh basically banana bread but with peaches um so I I really enjoyed it I I thought um you know they they're definitely big on big portions, but I feel like they know where to adjust that dial to make it to where you're really enjoying everything. And it's not just one indulgence on top of another, on top of another.
0: And I, I also got the focaccia, which I only had a tiny bit of, but it was really good. And I, I think that would be perfect with a soup or like a pasta or something like that. to just kind of like soak some of that stuff up. Very good.
1: That's actually one of the things from their stand they're most well-known for is their focaccia.
0: Oh, nice. All right. I'm sick of beating around the bush, Travis. Let's get to reviews. (laughs)
1: All right. I want to hear what you thought first. I picked the place, so uh, we'll start with you.
0: You know, I mentioned that I came in skeptical because there wasn't a whole lot on the menu that I was sure that I wanted to get. I was excited about some of the specials they had. Um, That's something I I would like to know is like the best way to keep on track of their specials. When I was in there, I will say that two or three people came in and seemed like they were neighborhood people. And, you know, everybody knew their name. They (laughs) ordered something and they, they were getting the specials and talking to them about what was coming up and things like that. So I kind of readjusted my thinking already there. And started appreciating it as the country store that it claims to be. And this little neighborhood restaurant in Soulard that the locals are coming to. But um, me, a distant traveler from afar. <laughs> I have to reconsider what to think of this place. But yeah, I I was shocked how good the clucky sandwich was. It was... Just incredible! All the pies are great. I'm excited to eat all of them and gain 15 pounds in the next week. The only ding I'll, I'll put on them is that, like, I guess I, I want them to have more. I want. Them, we talked about where's this lunch menu? What are your specials? And I understand that they they seem to be kind of a bakery first, and uh, the sandwiches and things are secondary um so yeah you have to keep an eye on that they might not be there there might be something new every time you go i don't know i'm giving them a 4.5 it was so good i look forward to going back and i'm glad they're there in soulard
1: so i think uh the limited menu uh I agree with you. At first, I was skeptical, and I have got to learn to stop being skeptical of limited menus. I feel like every time we run into one, it's a case of... Wow, everything on here is amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and we talked about the reverse of that being a problem, and we should appreciate that they're good at the things that they're doing.
1: It's like everything we've ever learned about restaurants is like going against what we think we know about restaurants. Yeah,
0: it's almost as if we don't know anything about food and shouldn't be doing a podcast.
1: (laughs) Well, let's not worry about that right now. No. Yeah, uh, the, the sandwich... They put it on a cinnamon roll, and I know I keep harping on that, but I've never had that before. I've never seen that before. One thing I will say is like, I would go back and get the Hardy cluck sandwich on a different bread. I would get it on a croissant, I would get it on a biscuit, and I think those two would even be very different experiences. One thing I would kind of like to see from Malky's is create a sandwich around that idea of putting it on a cinnamon roll because I think they could craft something that wasn't overpowered by the idea of a cinnamon roll as a bun um, and let the hardy cluck stand as an amazing chicken fried steak sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I think that as they evolve, uh, we mentioned at the top of the episode, they opened on October 28th. This is a brand new place. So I, I want to keep that in mind as, you know, they're still probably getting their foot under them. It's been just over a month. You know, that this is one of the fresher restaurants we've ever tried. So I just want to make sure that uh, I'm keeping that in mind with my score Nick, for the first time ever, you've gotten me to do a half star. Uh, I'm going to give Malky's three and a half stars uh, because I feel like it has so much promise. Um, This is a place that, as soon as I see um, that lunch menu go up, as soon as they uh, start figuring out how to get their specials out into the world uh, to where you know what they're going to be and you can kind of plan around those. I would definitely go back. Uh, If you're going to the Soulard Farmer's Market, this is a great place to stop in either before or after and grab breakfast uh, or grab lunch and go to the market. Uh, So uh, three and a half stars just because I I feel like they could um, iron out just a few things. Uh, But the food has so much promise. The baked goods were some of the best I've had. Uh, I cannot wait to see what else they come up with.
0: Wow. Three and a half is obviously nothing to sneeze at. That's a great score, but I'm still surprised. I, You were so in love with that sandwich. In fact, when I was eating mine and I knew that you had ordered the same sandwich, but on a cinnamon roll, I was like, I don't have to worry about Travis giving this place a negative review. He's going to give it the best <laughs> review ever. Um, but yeah, I, I hear those criticisms. I also, I kind of think, you know, there's, something sweet about it just being this local place for soulard and uh maybe my my kind my foreigner kind (laughs) from far away doesn't belong there and uh
1: oh and nick i want to i want to underscore what you're saying of like you know three and a half in my mind that's a great score i already want to go back we actually talked about going back this morning because I wanted to get the biscuits and gravy. So and he, he uh, we actually, talked about getting it two days in a row. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: I was, <laughs> was going to make the joke that you ate it this morning and then later we're like, we should go back this morning. But uh, so yeah, check them out on Instagram. They're in Soulard. We have one more final segment on the house. On the house Where we track stuff for free On the house all right, Travis, I talked a little bit recently about the wings from Coriander Fields. Have you had a chance to try those yet? Yeah,
1: so we uh, barbecued them. Uh, we put a little barbecue sauce on them. They're big, meaty, flavorful wings um, that I loved. I thought the flavor was great. I thought there's a ton of meat on the bone. Um, so I I couldn't be more thrilled with
0: it. Yeah, them. I actually... Uh, Got some wings takeout after I made those, and I'm not a not a huge wing person. I've made wings I could probably count on one hand in my life. After we got the takeout wings from a very nice restaurant that has great wings, Angie and I were like, "Oh, those coriander wings were so much better." <laughs> I would like to take all the credit for that, but I looked up a really simple recipe, or I made a couple of different types, and. uh but they, they were so good. Uh, Got to go back there.
1: Yeah, we still have some left. And uh, yeah, they're hard to mess up because it's just good quality wings. And
0: yeah, Coriander Fields. Check them out on Instagram. Uh, it's a local farm. That's a small family that just decided to start moving into farming. And it's a first-generation farm. Really kind of fascinated by that. I would like to do that myself someday, but I don't know anything about farming.
1: And I still have some left to go, so uh, once I get those cooked up, I will uh, take a picture and put it on Instagram as well.
0: Oh, great. And then the other thing that I was late to bring to you was ice cream from Bold Spoon Creamery.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you for bringing that to me late because you have saved us uh, money in ice cream. Okay. Because since we've had it, we haven't been able to eat anything else. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Their ice cream is So good. Um, We like to call it adult ice cream because the flavor combinations that they have are more refined than what you normally see in ice cream. And there's something that if you told a kid, I'm going to give you a goat cheese ice cream with fig jam, they would say, I don't want to eat that. And then you get to go have it all to yourself, which is great. (laughs) So, Nick, you brought us the pumpkin chai and the brie with spiced honey. Those two flavors were something that I would never get in an ice cream. I'll, I'll put that out there right now. Uh, you know, a brie ice cream, not interested really. Pumpkin chai, not really my thing. Uh, they're both gone because they were amazing. <laughs> I didn't even take a picture because uh, yeah. Hannah and I ate them so quickly that we didn't even get photos. What we did get were two more pints of ice cream the next time we saw them at the uh, farmer's market. Oh, <laughs> nice. So... Uh, that time we got the apple cinnamon oatmeal, um, which was a perfect like fall flavor. Um, they use whole grain oats in that. It's it's so like warm and fuzzy, and like it just gives you like that home feeling in ice cream, which is kind of a weird like juxtaposition because, you know, usually ice cream is sugar and fun. Um, but uh, the other kind that we got was the salted chocolate. Every chocolate ice cream should taste like this. Yeah. This was incredible. The, it was like that little bit of salt just made the flavor like pop. They, they use such good quality chocolate in there. Um, You know, they, they, they just balanced it out so well where it still felt upscale. It still felt refined, but it's a pint of chocolate ice cream. Yeah. So uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I'm sure that we will be eating it many, 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 many more times in the future. Uh, you can find them on com. They will deliver four pints. Uh, if you order four pints, they will deliver within seven miles of Clayton. Or you can find them at a lot of farmer's markets in the
0: area. And you can find them in a few other places around town. I know they're in a few different schnooks. One thing I need to do is Schnooks has an area that they designate to St. Louis foods. Um, so if you're looking for it, look for that, ask somebody there. I want to get in there and, and just clean out everything they have and, uh, give those some tries. Uh, speaking of cleaning out St. Louis places, a few places I just want to give a
1: quick shout out to. Uh, I know Nick and I both took advantage of crispy edge holiday sale. Um, if, they come back on at that price ever again. Please stock your freezers because those are amazing. I got six bags. Nick got four. Uh, we had our own mini taste tests. So
0: yeah, those were great. I'd had them ordered for takeout, but this is the first time I got them in frozen bags. Also, I made the mistake of pouring a little thing of soy sauce for them and started dipping them in it. And then I just realized that's just adding a bunch of salt and extra flavor that covers up the flavor that they have just eat them on their own they're great
1: yep and then uh we also went to the london tea room recently and did their christmas tea which they have going on right now um they have special christmas teas on their menu uh, a lot of pastries uh sandwiches and things like that Uh, i took my niece and my nephew Um, she wants to be a princess so bad, uh, that I really hope she has a hallmark moment one day and gets to live that. Um, but (laughs) the princess tea made her feel, um, like she was one step on her way. So, uh, thank you to the London tea room. And that was absolutely incredible. If you want a little dash of Christmas spirit before, uh, the holiday, uh, please check them out. Nice. Uh,
0: we had... London tea room for an episode that we haven't aired yet because I don't know if I can make it listenable, but maybe I'll put it out someday. Uh, not, not because of them. It's because I rambled on and on about uh, my trip to London for an hour and Travis suffered through it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I had to sit through a uh, Nick's vocal slideshow. So you don't have to.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to podcasts on. If you have any recommendations for restaurants that you'd like us to check out, let us know or have any questions or anything we'd love to hear from you.
1: The holiday season is upon us. Uh, you know, we've talked about how rough of a time this is going to be for restaurants. So uh, if you're having... Um, uh, even a socially distanced holiday get together, or you're coming together with a few members of your family, um, you know, make sure that, uh, you consider, uh, eating out, uh, getting some takeout, uh, getting food delivered um, to your holiday celebrations uh, to try to keep these restaurants afloat during this difficult time. Um, This is also a great time to check out Malky's, uh, get some of their breads for a good breakfast, uh, some of their pies to impress your family with a dessert that you could never make yourself in a million years. And uh, Yeah, these are great
0: holiday gifts. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody you know, they don't need a stereo or whatever people give as presents give them a pie they will love that give them some bread it's a good gift
1: absolutely so yeah make sure to check out malkies and thanks for listening
0: uh thanks for listening <laughs> Tell much i said hi